Before we start the Jeff the Killer story, I couldn't exactly find the the original story, so I'll be telling the origins, the facts, his relationship to other characters, the image, the appearance, his personality, his powers, abilities, and, and other things. And now we'll get started with this, epi- this episode of Spooky, Scary, Creepy Pastas. Jeff the Killer, born Jeffrey Woods, is the killer main protagonist turned to the main antagonist of the 2011 and 2015 revamped Creepypasta story of the same title, Jeff the Killer and Jeff the Killer 2015. He was an adolescent serial killer and registered creepypasta. He was a disfigured figure after being set on fire while fighting a gang of bullies and lost his sanity after witnessing his new and beautiful face. Jeff was a 13-year-old who moved to a new neighborhood with his brother Luke and and their parents. On their first day of school, they were associated by three bullies named Randy, Keith, and Troy, who Jeff brutally beat up after they threatened them with knives. Luke took the blame for it and was arrested, sending Jeff into a deep depression. The bullies later attacked Jeff again at a party, and Jeff actually killed one of them. Not before getting covered in bleach and lit on fire by Keith. During the fight... Jeff's mind permanently snapped. When Jeff woke up, he was at the hospital and his head was wrapped in bandages. When the bandages were taken off, it was revealed that his face had become disfigured and ghastly pale from the burn. With bright, bright red lips and a leathery texture, Jeff said that he liked his face the way and laughed hysterically. But the doctor foolishly thought it was this insanity that was a merely side effect of the painkillers and let Jeff go home. Later that night, Jeff's mother finds him carving his face into a permanent smile so that he would no longer have to exert energy to smile. And as he put it, and burning off his eyelids so he can always see his face. Jeff's mother went to her husband to tell him that her son had gone completely mad and needed to be killed, but Jeff caught him and stabbed him to death. This woke up Lou, who was recently released, with Jeff telling them that he was about to plunge a knife into his body. Go to sleep. Jeff then goes on a, on a rampage, killing those who refuse to sleep at night. And as the story continues, Jeff renamed himself as Jeff the Killer. He has a relationship Somehow to Jane the Killer. In one story, when Jeff is older, he murders the parents of Jane Richardson, causing Jane to become an immediate enemy of Jeff. Jane was has sworn to hurt Jeff, hunt Jeff down, and murder him for doing the same same thing to her parents. And another fan adaption is where in Jane the Killer, the real story, Jeff murders Jane Jane's entire family, friend, aunt, friends, and, and as well as his own family, of course. He lights her on fire by using bleach and gasoline, leaving her scarred and disfigured, thus the beginning of the rivalry. But despite numerous story videos and artwork, neither Jane Richardson or Jane Anchorage do not have the canonical connection to Jeffrey Killer and are merely only spin-offs, pastas. There is also some relationship with Slenderman. There are many different ways in which fan content portrays Jeff the Killer and Slenderman relationship to each other. Most fan work depicts Slenderman as mortal enemies on par with Jeff, showing off one another's skills. The pictures of Jeff typically show him into combat with Slenderman using his knife, while Slenderman is typically shown using his growing arm.
You know, or even some various fan work that depicts Jeff killers wanted Slender Man's proxies, often painting Jeff's image as some kind of super proxy that was discovered by Slenderman shortly after murdering his family escaping to the forest. However, many fans deny exactly approved of this particular fan work because they tend to argue and say that Jeff would be too insane to be controlled by Slenderman. Well, all these concepts are non-canon to both Jeff and the killer and to the Slenderman mythos. It was nevertheless an immensely popular combination of the two numerous fan art. On October 3rd, 2008, a YouTuber named Sinsar uploaded a video called Jeff the Killer Original Story. The video came out right before the creepypasta was even written. In the original video, the song I Guess You're Right was could be heard playing in the background. He claims he is the one who created Jeff the Killer and that every internet story about Jeff the Killer is fake, including the famous that famous story. He claims Jeff never had an incident with bullies or bleach. So he claims that Jeff was was holding a gallon of ass into his bathroom to clean out his bathtub but slipped on a bar of soap in the and it splashed all over his face. He was taken to the hospital due to the neighbors hearing his cries. And apparently in the original version he never murdered Lou or his parents. And his last name is Hodick, and not Woods. Not many people know the true origin of where this original image came from. Many people believe it was a Photoshop picture of a woman named Katie Robinson, who allegedly committed suicide due to excessive cyberbullying after visiting 4chan's big board around the year 2008. And it was believed for several years that the picture of the girl was apparently the now famous Jeff the Killer image. However, this claim was entirely false and been debunked numerous times, as there are no records of it actually happening. In 2015, during an interview with the YouTuber user Scare Theater, the original creator of Jeff the Killer Teaser, claims that Key Robinson's suicide is a bogus story and confirms that the image is actually a picture of himself wearing a light, a white latex max. Obviously. Jeff has an extremely pale skin and burnt off eyelids, giving him more of a ghostly appearance. Jeff later got his most distinctive trait, the smile that he had carved into his face. His build is commonly described as thin, but with some lean muscle tone at the time, and reaching a height around 5'10 to 6 feet. And various fans, the patrons he typically portrayed in his late teens or early 20s. His clothing normally consists of a black dress, this normally consists of a pair of a black dress pants with a white hoodie, like described in the story, which is sometimes stained with fresh and old blood from his victim. Before being burnt alive, he was um, pretty quiet and fairly antisocial. And it's not that people actually knew him very well, but shortly after the incident, he became torturous, aggressive, bloodthirsty, and violent. He's one of the most dangerous serial killers in his hometown. Jeff is widely known for luring his victims into uh, an internal slumber using a Cajun knife and a soft, eerie tone of voice. Even though that he prefers to murder his victims nice, he's more than willing to use any form of weapon when placed in a different situation. He's even an extremely stealthy and mischievous individual, able to break into a victim's house almost always without getting himself caught in the act. Despite being an average human, Jeff appears to be world incredible supernatural videos that only apply to his human arbiter, such as incredible stealth, speed, and supernatural strength used to mercilessly to kill his victims. Jeff is this way to be incredibly dur durable, being able to overcome his parents and 
bro and brother seem to by gaining them. One thing that makes them stronger and this intense hatred and bloodlust to keep them going is that as it's as it's holding great cinema in recent years, Jeff has been depicted as being a charming individual, manipulating people into trusting him only to backstab him later. Facts. The 2011 Jeff to Kill Star was run by Game Field TV. Jeff has been criticized as one of the worst creepypasta of all time, despite his huge following and a major birth icon of the creepypasta internet hoarder. Jeff is very n notorious for having multiple fan adaptations, fan fictions, and most famously, copycats being a vulnerable target for other killers to make into the spotlight. He is 13 years old in the original story. It is unknown how old he is now. It is unknown as if Jess is older or younger than his brother. Jeff is featured in character in a creepypasta comic, I Eat Pasta for Breakfast. Jeff is also referenced as a Joker ripoff, resembling the the health, the health ledger Joker from the Super for the 28th superhero from the Dark Knight. Jeff the Killer has zero connection to anything outside of his own singular story, and any other creepypasta that featured Jeff the Killer or merely works of fan fiction. Jane the Killer, Nana the Killer, Santa Man, Hot Asylum, Lou, etc. Because Jeff the Killer is a copyright character belonging to Caesar, who's, who used Jeff in only one single story. Any products are released without the permission of Caesar are, are non-canon. The original creator of Jeff the Killer is, of course, him. Theme songs. Sweet dreams made out of screens. Jeff the Killer's theme. Painted smile. And I guess you're right. And that'll be it for the first episode of season two. See you guys later.